Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Hey, what's up, y'all? Alan Kenny, host of the Blatant Homerism podcast, part of Crimson and Cream Machine on the SB Nation network of podcasts. We're all the way up to week nine and picks trying not to suck. Right now, the skinny is absolutely kicking my ass after he went uh, four and one last week. I just uh, was one and four, so really, he's uh, starting to run away with this thing here. Hopefully, we'll uh, I can get this thing turned around this week. Let's go ahead and welcome him on. Skinny, what's up, man? Oh, not much, you know. I, I mean, I, it's how many years in a row do you have me? So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna brag too much. I guess that's true. I guess I am working on something like eleven or something like that. So. Ele- I think eleven might be an exaggeration, but, but it's a lot. <laughs> it is. It's it's high. It's high. But let's go back over last week's picks real quick. You had Tulsa plus seventeen. Uh, did that hit? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Tulsa plus 17, Oregon minus two and a half, Baylor plus four, uh, Michigan plus nine. Those were all good. And then Ole Miss plus six and a half. So I think that that was your one loser, right? Yep. And then, oh gosh, I had Illinois plus 31. So I did have that going for me. But then uh, Louisville plus 24, no. Cuse plus three and a half, uh uh. Washington plus two and a half, that was no. And then I had. uh, the the OSU uh, Cal- Oklahoma State Cowboys minus four again another loser so uh, not a good week I'm looking to get it turned around here we'll also talk uh, later on uh, about uh, Oklahoma's upcoming matchup with Kansas State this weekend but let's go ahead and start off Skinny with uh, your first pick of the week again we pick five games every week so let's see what Skin's got for us this week yeah I'm looking at an exciting one the uh <clears throat> down tobacco road we've got Duke going into uh u n c u n c's laying three and a half um i, I you know i, I gotta say i kind of like what u n c i mean obviously like what u n c's done this year under mac brown um that freshman quarterback his name is is escaped me at the moment is a good yeah he's a good player and I don't know. I mean, I, I just feel like I'm always taking a risk with these ACC games a little bit, but um, I, I just think I think UNC is a better team here at home. I, I'd like to, would have liked to have gotten it at three, obviously, but I'll take three and a half. Yeah, I don't really have a feel there. I mean, you know, you got. Uh, I, I kind of think Cutcliffe is a better coach head to head than Mac, but. Uh, Mac is, Mac, I mean, he's done a nice job there, kind of just getting some uh, good assistance. You know, Bateman, uh, the defense coordinator, and Longo, right? From yep. he got him from Ole Miss. I mean, they've done a, a nice job there so far. So, yeah, that's a that's a pass for me. But okay, first pick for the skinny is North Carolina minus three and a half. Um, I am going to go with a team that I really don't want to back, but that I just find the spot too compelling. And that's Michigan State. Uh, they're at home with Penn State coming in. 
plus six. Uh, you know, Mark D'Antonio is being his typical red ass self. You know, whenever anybody has any questions for him about any decision that he makes. Uh, but you know, his team, you know, has had, had last week off while, whereas Penn state had a, an emotional game hosting Michigan for a whiteout, uh, you know, and Penn state offensively, they really don't move the ball. Well, you know, especially when you look at some of the better defenses they've gone up against this year, I think Michigan last week for one Iowa for another, uh, Pittsburgh, you know, I mean, they're, they're really not uh, a particularly proficient offense. They, they kind of seems like they rely on that Hamler kid to, uh, you know, break off a big play here and there. Mm-hmm. I like, I like Sparty here, despite their offense being just God awful. But, you know, I think a, cl- I think a, you know, that, uh, they either keep this one close, maybe within a field goal or win it outright. Yeah, that that's actually a good pick just for all the reasons you, you outlined. And I looked at that one. I just didn't quite have the confidence in Michigan State, but, I but yeah, that, that's a bad, be. that's a bad spot for, for, uh, the Nittany Lions. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Pick number two. All right. I'm looking at the Texas Longhorns going into Fort Worth to play TCU. Um, I think we're kind of starting to figure out what TCU is, uh, given the back to back. I mean, they got trounced pretty good by Iowa state and then, uh, lost again, um, to K- at K state, you know, not, not necessarily a terrible loss, but I think we're starting to figure out that they're, they're not in that sort of second tier in the big 12 for Texas too. I mean, I think last week, you know, everyone's looking at the Kansas game and, and yeah, is Texas what we thought coming into the season? No. I mean, a lot of that's injuries and, and, and other things, but, um, I think last week was just a really bad spot for them. And, and KU is a little better than people think. Um, so Texas laying one going into Fort Worth. I think Texas will bounce back a bit this week and, and is just that much better than, uh, than the Horned Frogs. Ooh, I'm going to go the opposite way on this one. Uh, this is one of my picks this week. I like uh, TCU plus one here. Uh, you know, we talked about uh, red ass coaches when I mentioned Mark D'Antonio. Like, is there any more red ass out there than Gary Patterson? Uh, <laughs> he has like his things that just you know clearly drive him bonkers. One of them is Texas for some reason. I mean, he really just despises the entire program. Uh, you know, after they after last year, they uh, kind of run, ran it up a little bit on the uh, on the Horn Frogs there in Austin. I I get the concerns about uh tcu here with that offense i mean it's just looked max duggan they they're not even really like letting him throw the ball downfield at all i mean everything's you know pretty close to the last scrimmage but you know given how poorly texas tackles where they are in the in the uh defensive backfield or defense in general i think that uh you know, tcu can find some find a way to let, get some guys loose like jalen rager and maybe uh you know score a few chunk plays and get, get, uh, get down there and, you know, score, score a few. And, um, you know, after that, I mean, TCU, I think this will probably be the best defense that Texas has seen yet. Maybe, maybe Oklahoma might be better, but, uh, you know, I think the TCU can do enough to kind of hold them, hold, uh, hold Texas at bay and, uh, you know, uh, steal away with a win here from in Fort Worth. Wow. That'd be big. I think that's where it's heading. Yep. All right. All right. What's your third? Okay. I'm looking at Mississippi state. If, if you've been following, that's the theme this year for me, uh, going, yeah. uh, into college station. Um, A&M is laying 10 here. 
Uh, again, I think Michigan State, or sorry, excuse me, Mississippi State is god awful. Um, you know, I know A and M's not great, but I think you know Jimbo <clears throat> not quite having the success he would like in year. What is this three now? Um, uh, is it two or three? I forget. Two. two, well, two. Yeah, yeah two. 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 Okay. You know, and I mean, you know, I, not that the natives are getting restless to to, to great an extent, but uh, you know. I think he's going to take this opportunity to to kind of run it up a bit, um, get back on the good side with some recruits, some things like that. So I'll take A and M um, laying the ten at home. Yeah, this is actually the more I think about, it, I really like this one when you put it that way, especially when you think about. I mean, A and M schedule is so rough that they're going to need you know games like this potentially just to get bowl eligible. You know, so I I I think I'm with you there. All right. Yeah. Okay, my third game this week. Uh, I am going to go ahead and, I, you know, this number is, is stuck out like a sore thumb all week. Michigan, minus two and a half at home versus Notre Dame. Mm. Uh, I, the You know, I've, everybody I've talked to seems to be super confident in, in Notre Dame in this spot. And I get that, but... There's just something about Notre Dame where I just it's not that they're a bad team, but they don't really have like the explosiveness on offense. They don't have the game breakers that you'd hope to see, especially against a team like Michigan, uh, you know, where if you can't really stretch them out. Uh, you know they can that that defense is is still pretty is still pretty rough and you know I mean Michigan you know despite losing last week I thought it actually played pretty well uh, you know Indy coming off the bye definitely concerns me but I like I like Michigan to get the straight up win here I think they win by a touchdown yeah I, I you know <clears throat> I, I I hate going uh, again like I mentioned Notre Dame games are always tough but. Um, you know, I think I think you're on to something there. The, the line just the line is telling us something, I think. And um, I, I, I think if I was going one direction or the other, I'd go. I'd lean with Michigan as well. You know, the other thing is that, like, you know, Jim Harbaugh came out this week and was talking about his enemies spreading rumors about and stuff. I do kind of wonder if the if Michigan as a whole is going to be pretty fired up for this game when you think about. You know the idea that you know they're not really going to win. They're, I think their chances of winning the uh, Big Ten are pretty much shot at this point. Um, yeah. So you know, I mean, they've got to play for something. This is a you know this could be a big, a big kind of feather in their cap. Yep. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over two million vehicles and fifty thousand more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. All right, lay it on me. What's next? All right, I'm now I'm looking at Washington State going into Oregon. You know, again, I think... Uh, and Washington State is getting 14. Uh, you know, obviously Oregon is a good team, uh, kind of a ba- but this is kind of a bad spot for them after, <clears throat> you know, going into um, uh, Seattle last week and coming out with the victory. So I tend, <clears throat> you know, and, excuse me, Wazoo's not a bad team either. So um, I kind of think they keep it close. That 14 seems like a big number. Um, I'll take Washington State getting two touchdowns. 
we're in agreement on this one. This is going to be one of mine also. I'm going to take Wazoo plus 14. You know, uh, Oregon actually, you know, uh, completely deserved to win that game last week at Washington. But there was a sequence there, like in the second quarter, where Washington was driving. I think they had, I think they had just gone up fourteen seven. They had like a third down, and it was manageable. You know, like third and seven uh, in Oregon territory, and the freaking center snapped it over the quarterback's head and like 20, he had to run back like 20 yards to cover it and like that just seemed it, it just was such a blown opportunity after that i i, I was watching at that point i was like okay I, this you know this ticket is dead so uh but you know to me this game here comes down really to just one thing on one sideline mario cristobal on the other one mike leach yep i'm gonna yep. take the cougars yeah. All right. Uh, so is that all five? No, you got no, one. More. I've got one. I've got one more, and I, and I, you know, I, I don't know how much conviction I have in this one, but I felt bad not picking one of the big games of the weekend. So I'm looking at Auburn going into LSU. Auburn's getting ten and a half. I, you know, I, I actually kind of tend to think LSU's. I don't know why it's hard for me to buy into it. Um, you know, maybe they are what what everyone thinks they are. I, I kind of think, you know, that defense is going to bite them a bit. And, um, you know, obviously the off, the offense is really good. I mean, it's, it's hard to argue that. But, um, you know, and then Auburn, you know, it's kind of the same thing. It's like I, I still am amazed looking. I mean, not that the polls mean anything anymore, but that they're number nine uh, in the country. I mean, sure, that defense is great, but. I, I still don't think a whole lot of Bo Nix, although I guess he, he is improving. <clears throat> but I do think they'll keep this one close. Now, granted, they have a bye week before they play Bama, so I, probably not too much overlooking uh, uh, Auburn. But um, I, I'd call it a gut. I, I, I see Auburn keeping this this one really close. Yeah, that's a, I, I couldn't. To me, this is either Auburn or nothing, just because of Auburn's defense. But uh, yeah, I I I don't know, man. To me, that's a that's a tough one. So, but uh, all right, so Auburn. All right, let's go ahead and talk about OU Kansas State because I think this is gonna this is gonna be my fifth one. So, uh, you know, last week, man, there was absolutely zero hangover for the Sooners from uh, you know their big win in the Red River right, uh, showdown. You know, they, I mean, they just smacked uh, West Virginia around. Uh, you know, I thought that I thought that one of the things really that actually struck me about the game most of all was that, I mean, West Virginia, they had a pretty good game plan in terms of just trying to, you know, they went for it on fourth down a lot. They they mm-hmm. kind of strung together drives. But, I mean, their, ta- their talent, their roster is just, I mean, it's just shot at this point, you know. So, uh, you know, Oklahoma, especially that second half, I mean, they just did whatever they wanted. Yeah, I agreed. I mean, it, it just seems like, um, it, I mean, yeah, the, they obviously dominated that game. It just seems like one of the, the odder seasons in, in a long time. And that, you know, OU hasn't been seven and zero since 2004, which is hard to, I know, right? But I still feel like I know less about less about this team than than any team I can remember. Um, you know, through through seven games. Um, and some of that's quality of competition and some of the, I mean, they're beating people the way they should, I guess that's the good part. Right. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so I, I mean, and, and they did that again last week. So I, I don't know. What, what are you thinking on this line? What do you have it at 23 and a half? 
there... I've got it at uh, right now. It's at twenty one and a half. It actually opened oh. at at Kansas State, I believe, plus nineteen, and uh, it moved up pretty quickly OU's way, um, which I, I think I guess is to be expected. But you know, I actually had a hard time finding the Kansas State uh, TCU game last week. I was looking for it all over on TV. I couldn't find it. Um, but the thing, the thing about it was when I v- eventually did get back and see it, like Kansas State, I mean, they do, it's it, they look different from what you know they were doing under Bill Snyder, but a lot of the the kind of uh, identity is is a lot the same. And the thing that really struck me about their game with TCU last week is like their special teams are unbelievable. Like mm-hmm. TCU, never, I think TCU started every drive inside their own thirty. Um, they also, I, th- I think they had, I mean, you know, there were a lot of the, you know, I mean, there were some coffin corners and whatnot. Uh, then, uh, Kansas state also blocked a punt and recovered it on TCU's 20 and scored off that. Um, you know, they don't, they can't throw the ball at all, but they take forever because they play slow and, uh, you know, that, that running attack is actually pretty good. Um, I feel like this is going to be a game where both these teams kind of pound away at each other on the ground and uh, it moves pretty quickly. I, I think I'd be on the under if I was going to play anything, but I like in this spot, I like Kansas State to keep it within the number, whatever it may be. I don't think it's going to get that back down to 19, but if we say, if we want to say 21 and a half at this point, I'll take K, I'll take K State plus 21 and a half. Yeah, I would too. <clears throat> you know, it's you know, first of all, he's a good coach. I don't, I don't get yeah. why K State fans were upset about that hire Climate, in the least. Yeah. yeah, and then you know, I think secondarily, I mean, I, I think you know, going on the road, going into Manhattan, um, never, never easy. And um, you know, I not that I think OU is going to take this lightly, um, but because they do have the off week, but then they really get into the kind of the heart of the schedule with. with that schedule being backloaded, Iowa State, Baylor, Bedlam, that kind of thing. So, you know, I, I can see you're kind of right, kind of a physical game, maybe a little bit sloppy. Those 11 a.m. kicks suck. Um, yeah, I, I, I would lean towards uh, K-State in the points. Yeah, you know, one of the one of the interesting things that uh, I wonder about here is when is OU going to get start getting some turnovers? <laughs> you know, I mean, I know that it's kind of it's been out there a lot, but you know, I'm not sure if they get one here either because I don't think Skylar Thompson's thrown thrown interception all season. I mean, they barely let him throw the ball. You know, he has a lot of like games where he's throwing it like ten or eleven times. You know, uh, but uh, you know that that's one to keep an eye on. Um, I mean, you know, maybe o- Oklahoma can finally knock knock a couple balls loose, but. The number of turnovers uh, so far this year, I mean, the, you know, it's funny because that's all mm-hmm. Alex Grinch talked about, and they're just not there yet. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to complain, right? right. Yeah, <laughs> the way exactly. the Stevens yeah. is playing, like, yeah. just keep doing what you're doing. Um, yeah. it, it'll be interesting to see. This This will be a nice little, you know, geez, the Big 12 schedule just it unfolds weird this year, but um, uh, this will be a nice little test for OU. Did you happen to see they released next year's schedule? Yeah, odd. It, it's it's like the opposite. It, it, to me, I mean, if you're looking at the, it, it's just, it seems front loaded as right, opposed yeah. to kind, of, which is weird. I mean, that's just kind of totally opposite the way these all these conferences seem to be doing it these days, right? Because you want to showcase your best teams at the end of the year uh, for the committee and such. So right. I, I don't get it. Yeah. So it's, it's Texas is the first week in October, right? 
And then Oklahoma they play State, Baylor? Yeah. Some, Oklahoma State, I think they play – I know they play in October, which is also weird. They do. And they also play Baylor. Uh, they get they open with Baylor in the Big 12 schedule too. Hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, uh, I guess maybe maybe if they're not playing it at 11 a.m. or 12 a.m. 12 p.m., pardon me, everybody will be happy with it, but I doubt it. Right. But I guess the one thing is, would they get an off week then for between? Um, but I think Kansas is the last game, and then the Big Twelve Championship. Is there an off week, or is there a, a Thanksgiving game? I don't remember. I think but... there is a Thanksgiving game. Yeah. Okay. I'm, all not, right. I'm not entirely sure. So. Um, okay. All right. Well. All right, Scanny. So just to recap here, real quick. You have, um, let's see here, Auburn plus 10.5, North Carolina minus 3.5, Texas minus 1, Texas A&M laying 10, and uh, Wazoo getting two touchdowns. And I have uh, TCU minus, or pardon me, plus 1. I'm with you on Wazoo. Then I have Sparty plus 6, Michigan minus 2.5, and and Kansas State plus 21.5. So we'll see. I need to get back on, get back rolling here. Yeah, no doubt. You you do, man. This is uh, this is getting away from you. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, skinny. Hey, man. Thanks so much for joining us this week for your picks. Oh, of course. All right. That's another edition of picks trying not to suck for week nine. That's the skinny. Uh, thanks to him for joining us, and thanks to you all for joining us too. Make sure wherever you get your podcast to rate, review, subscribe, and uh, whatnot to you know help everybody find uh, all this great content that you get from me every week. Uh, for the Blatant Homerism Podcast, I'm Alan Kenny. Take it easy.